happy Wednesday, beautiful souls, wherever you are on this phenomenal planet. Yes, it's still phenomenal. I know there's some bigger things happening in the world, which we are going to discuss today. So make sure you tune in, pencil, paper, notepad. We are going to be talking about a heavy topic today. So before I jump into that, press one, let me know you're here. Press two, lets me know you shared it. My name's Lisa Gillette. I'm also known as Super Agent, California real estate professional, broker, owner, author, speaker, and professional agent trainer. And I was out in the field today and I was thinking about this topic last week when it all went down, when Russia invaded Ukraine. I was thinking, oh, this is going to be very interesting given why, given uh, what's happening in the world of interest rates and the world of housing as it relates to real estate. So before I do that, I want to, um, you know, you know, we're going to do classroom style and I want to make sure that I have all my captions ready. Perfect. Boom what all right we're good to go all right so wanted to talk about in conjunction with the state of the union uh address as it relates to the Un united states and its direction now i thought this was interesting because as i was listening to the responders and their feedback right the correspondents and their feedback they were not as impressed with uh uh, President Biden's State of the Union address. They were saying not something that would be too memorable because they wanted more. They wanted to know more of what it meant, you know, we'll fight, right? You know, Americans, we are strong and we'll fight. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> and so you're kind of left to fill in the blanks, right? You're left to fill in. It's a gap filler is what we say, those gap filler statements because they're loaded and fight becomes whatever you think it is, right? Does that mean we're gonna go ahead and 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 fight this with uh, what's happening with over there with Russia and Ukraine? But given the treaties and given different uh, uh, treaties that we have in play, it's not something that we can just jump in unless we have a uh, an order a large mass census to say jump in, get involved, right? So I wanted to talk about as it relates to mortgage mortgages because we've noticed so for those of you who were uh okay let's talk about overall all these different things that are happening because there's so much happening there are so much happening so number one we have two weeks ago about two weeks three weeks ago my my real estate mortgage professionals can let you know all about this we've watched the mortgage applications take a dip and so we are in the first quarter of 2022. We just came from this pandemic boom is what I'm calling it. A pandemic boom is where we saw prices just go through the roof. And there are a couple things, and I addressed this on the last episode. So we were talking about what was happening in the real estate market. Do I buy? Is it a good time to sell? Again, those conversations are relative to what's going on with your situation. Before I say anything else, I must say time out. I am super blessed to be connected with my senior clients, my senior communities who are 80 plus years old, surrounded by 10 of them. And I love the conversations that I'm having. I'm learning the history of their specific real estate, their specific communities. 
and just what their journey has been and it's a beautiful thing to be on this side of it where we get to plan right so I, I as a consultant I get to consult on move or improve right should I move or do I improve my house and just make it uh, more uh, senior uh, livable right so that means you know the railings and the ramps and widening the showers and making those things making the house a little bit more safe for them for them to basically uh, age in place age in place is a big thing and it came to mind because I was reading some comments as people were watching the State of the Union address and they <laughs> I mean, the comments weren't all positive, but it was, they were saying this, there should be, uh, you know, senior housing here in the White House because of how aged up, right? There was that silver lining in there. There were so many seniors in the room. So I, as I was thinking about me adding my perspective, I think it's refreshing that we can still have a young population. And I know there's more of me out there who are talking about what we are observing in the, uh, nationwide so not just our local markets for but our our domestic markets and our global markets and you know me I always implore you to pay attention to global markets because what trickles down outside in the world does have an impact we have this codependency in terms of how we're interconnected I know some of you may say well the United States isn't dependent on anyone Ugh. But then some of you know the truth about that, right? <laughs> Who are we relying on for water? Um, so as it relates to the real estate market and this aging in place, the seniors that I see happening, uh, this is a very interesting time because we are dealing with a couple generations that um, have just gone through their boom, which is the millennials, which are now aging into home ownership, aging into investing. They're aging into their career positions, meaning they're finding a little bit more stability, uh, even though there is the great resignation still happening. It's funny, I was at the park and I was overhearing one uh, one dad talk to, you, to the other dad about the great resignation, and that's a real thing. Uh, we see now hiring signs everywhere. And I can go down the laundry list of things that were still left unsaid uh, during the State of the Union because a lot of us are feeling it, right? Big word, the big I word, inflation. Drop that in the hashtag below. Drop that in the comments below, right? So inflation, a lot of us are feeling it. And then I was hearing some comments about um, you know who in fact is really experiencing it so here in the Cal in California uh, we are approaching and I know some markets have hit gas prices to be six dollars some areas approaching seven and so that's an interesting thing that we're watching and then there's housing and interest rates so interest rates did tip up and they were four percent but now I believe we're now back at a 3.7 par uh, but for those of you who watched interest rates fluctuate over these last, last couple quarters, you know, you kind of been taken aback that you saw interest rates hit 4%. And even some of my clients who are discussing marketing their property to maximize their equity position, they themselves have been concerned about interest rates as how it's going to impact their markets. So for me, as I think about what's happening um, globally, and of course, as it relates to the United States being strategic and pushing our economy forward, because what have we been doing? Truth be told, 
we have been riding the highest market boom in history we're now up 12 we're now going 12 years real estate has been cyclical what does that mean we have gone in cycles of our boom and busts right and some have been on the fence waiting for the the bus but in the meantime as you all can see you're looking at certain markets that are just the prices continue to increase because on the other side is that we're dealing with life factors of generations that are seeking housing and then we're dealing with the other that I just mentioned move or improve where I'm consulting clients to age in place or do they downsize or they do the or do they relocate right cash out their equity positions relocate live a more comfortable lifestyle if you will travel or you know I'm hearing these different conversations about travel I'm hearing about companionship I'm hearing tons of different things uh, as it relates to my 80 year old clientele who are homeowners who are saying you know I've been here since the 60s um, or the 70s and it's it's time to think about doing something else and in that something else we're dealing with still this high demand of buyers high demand of buyers so here we have um, what's interesting is now we have this discussion as we are exiting or phasing out from pandemic to endemic with COVID, we're now having this discussion about the Russian and Ukraine Ukraine war. Um, and the question may be, because I just had a consultation with someone who said, well, I was told this is absolutely the worst time. And now with Russia and Ukraine, um, this is even worse time to you know, market my property because she's thinking about relocating and her move is more so out of the country. And so this is why I say, depending on what your situation and circumstances are, you need to speak with professionals, not with your cousin, not with your sister, uh, aunts and brothers who are speculative, right? They are speculating on what's happening and they're not actually in in the business of real estate to give you the, 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 the data. I go by data. I study trends and demographics for that reason, which is why I wanted to talk about uh, what was happening and happening currently in our markets. Before I jump into this next segment about really honing in on, you know, how does the Russian and Ukraine war affect the United States real estate? Because you may say, well, that's over there has nothing to do with us. I'd like to be right back. And uh, today's episode is definitely sponsored by Real Estate 100, the teen and millennial investment blueprint. We'll be right back after this uh, short segment break. Shameless plug, grab your copy, Real Estate 100, the teen and, and millennial investment blueprint available, Amazon, Barnes and, Barnes and Nobles, and all your online retailers. Uh, sign copy. If you want to sign copy, feel free to send me a message um, or connect with uh, Anthony Lee. He's A. Lee Real Estate on Instagram. That's A. Lee, L-E-E-E, -E -E, Real Estate on IG. Philly investor, realtor, and author. 
doing phenomenal things for the uh, Philly community out there. And he's growing his group and his team. So kudos. Learn firsthand from your professionals, right? Your realtor community and professionals. Uh, that's Anthony Lee and myself, uh, formerly Lisa Porto, but as you know me today, Lisa Gillette. All right, so let's uh, really talk about what's happening here. I want to short, show a short clip um, just to put some perspective and just kind of feel the conversation of what we're hearing, what we're seeing. And even though if I share this, again, I want to give a disclaimer, the comments and opinions of others and clips that we present on this show does not necessarily reflect the comments and opinions of myself or of our team here at Ready, Set, Real Estate. All right. Kiev, as invading troops appear to have several other cities surrounded. Senior foreign correspondent Ian Cannell is there in Kiev with more. Good morning, Ian. Yeah, good morning, Robin. You're right. The battle is bearing down and the pressure is being felt by people. This is the main children's hospital, not just for the city, but for the country. They have 190 patients here. They're trying to get some of the kids out. Babies needing bone marrow transplant have been taken across to Poland. But there are kids here on dialysis who can't be moved and everyone's worried about what happens next. This morning, Russia stepping up its offensive across Ukraine. Increasingly hitting civilian targets in a campaign of terror. There's been a massive explosion at an airbase outside Kharkiv. There's also an elementary school nearby. Overnight, a Russian cruise missile hitting a residential area in Zhoshimir, west of the capital. Emergency workers scrambling to save people amid the wreckage of people's homes and a local hospital. And these four people were killed. And this morning, in the besieged city of Kharkiv, a regional police building was shelled. Here in the capital, videos posted to social media capturing the moment a missile struck the city's main TV and radio tower. This is no longer a war on the military and government of Ukraine, it's a war on the people. The strike reportedly hitting the site of the Babin Yar Holocaust Memorial, where 33,000 Jews were slaughtered by the Nazis. While speaking to reporters, this appears to be the moment President Zelensky learns of the attack. I'd like to inform that now it's bombing Now now it's bombing. That is Russia. Later writing, what is the point of saying never again if the world stays silent when a bomb drops on the same site? And to the east, the video posted by the Ukrainian parliament showing a massive explosion hitting a government building. The region's governor telling me Putin is now targeting civilians, accusing him of war crimes. But there is resistance here, and it's growing. In the southern city of Melitopol, locals dare defy Russian forces, trying to block their advance with their own bodies. Social media video showing protesters refusing to move despite the danger. We met with former Ukrainian President Poroshenko, rallying the people and calling for more help. You're getting a lot of support and a lot of solidarity from the outside world, from America and Europe and elsewhere. Is it enough? Look, frankly speaking, we definitely need more. We need more general. We need more stinger for hidden Russian helicopter with their paratroopers who is killing Ukrainian civilians. Citizens and soldiers alike are now preparing to defend their homes and their country, armed with assault rifles and machine guns. There are scenes like this now being played out across this city and across the country. 
Up until a week ago, these guys had regular jobs and regular lives. Today, they've got weapons and they're ready to stand and fight the Russian invasion. But as the capital prepares for its defense, supplies are running low. With Russian troops advancing, a senior US official warning that Putin sees this invasion as his destiny and will put Ukraine in a vice grip. Well, I have to say there are some heartbreaking stories here. Most of the children, most of the patients are now living underground in the basement for their own safety. But incredible bravery. The staff here are deciding to stay behind and live in the hospital and tend to their patients and not leave the city. Trying to get some of the... So, wow, that's a lot. And there are a couple of things that jumped out at me, right, in terms of what's, what's happening is... Uh, and this is a point of discussion. So you hear the president saying, what's the point of saying never again if others are standing by watching uh, cities being bombed on, right? And so this becomes a conversation if next week, right, if next week uh, this continues and every day, right, lives are being lost, bomb, cities are being bombed, cities are being destroyed, buildings are being destroyed. And so there is the need for supplies. And regardless of what position you are, right, whether if you even have a position, the reason why we're con we're discussing this is we're talking about uh, global, right, global. We dealt with a global pandemic and to no surprise, right, at least for me, no surprise that we are now watching a war kind of rear its ugly head. And there's this conversation of possibility of Chinese also, the Ch of China doing the same to Taiwan. Because what are we talking about? We're talking about land here. We have been at war since the beginning of time over land. Let's put this into perspective, right? This is about land and resources. You may say, oh, well, look at the history of the Nazis and the Jewish and World War II. It may be a little bit nostalgic for some of you in terms of remembering a bit of that history in terms of what, what you, the United States involvement or, or kind of the lack thereof or they're slow to get involved as this thing started to, to spread widely. And so these conversations right now are we're having... Uh, we're paying attention or should be paying attention to who's aligned with whom what resources are they going after are we able to especially right now at this point where we are coming from a pandemic we're experiencing the great recession we've got this wild housing boom happening and there's this possible threat right uh, the united states i would say in a lot of other countries in power do well in imposing fear, right? Fear-based programming. And so when I see things like war and this conversation about invasions and attacks and you're being bombarded with this, and of course, forgive me for showing some of this, but this is just to, again, fuel the conversation and have you thinking from a global perspective in terms of what is happening globally and those that thing called trickle-down effect. Because see, we're dealing with conversations and policies that were put into play prior to Biden, right? Prior to Trump, prior to Obama. This this is the United States prior relationships and alliances that were put into play, which will then come, which will be called forth. And so what did we notice? At least what I noticed in terms of when we heard that Russian, and I posted this, I said on my social media, it looks like Russian just started a war. What else could we have 
use to our, our advantage in essence, and I'm using air quotes and I'm being facetious about this in my commentary about it when I refer to advantage when with, with having something like that is because we're dealing with inflation and we're dealing with rising interest rates, right? And the feds had said they were going to cap rates at 4%, not anticipating that it was going to increase interest rates too much because what what are they trying to do? Hedge against inflation. We're looking at prices and the gas and cost of things skyrocket right now. And who are feeling it, right? Your working class and for at least the ones that are still working because we still have uh, now hiring signs everywhere with, with so much government spending and government money having been put out. And, you know, now seeing the effect of it or the trickle down effect of it, because I know those uh, tax statements in terms of you've received money from the government are now coming forth. And it's kind of unveiling really how they pass that money along to you if you were eligible and, you know, what tax wise, what you should be doing about it. So very interesting in terms of times that we're in. And I also want you to be vigilant, right? This is about being vigilant. Keep your eyes and ears open. Be strategic in your planning. Don't be hasty in your uh, decision making in terms of as it relates to whether you're buying or selling, um, investing. It's just paying attention to the data, right? And the proper data. I mean, I've, I picked one of many <laughs> news stories that are on there. And uh, albeit you, you have, you, whether you know that certain media companies have a one-sided view or will only show one-sided as opposed to what's really going on. And, and I'm, I'm discussing about propaganda, right? So we've always got to be mindful about propaganda. But this is to, again, fuel, and I have to use that word, fuel the conversation because I, I need, I'm imploring you to start thinking about your position, right? What is your equity position as it relates to these global markets? Because we saw a couple things happen in terms of airlines being shut down um, here in the United States. Russia's, uh, the United States is blocking Russian Russians from flying into the United States airspace, but also in terms of travel. When, when the pandemic hit and COVID hit, uh, we saw different th policies put into play and still attempting to recover from that. And the key thing is, is uh, I have to say this and I'm going to end with this. Follow the money, right? Who are the people that are benefiting? Who are the people that are benefiting? Who benefits from war, right? Who benefits from oil uh, prices sky skyrocketing the way it is? Who are benefiting from that? and pay attention to those positions. For me, when we were during, we were in the last administration, it was very clear, and I said this very openly, you know, Trump was about real estate. He put a lot of policies into play that would benefit real estate. The question for you is, who are the parties into play now, and what, are, what do they seek to benefit in? Follow the money. All right, with that I say, Ah, if you have any comments or questions, you know you can send me an email. And again, if you have not received your homeowner guides to success, be sure to send an email to lisa at lasuperagent.com. Again, that's lisa at lasuperagent.com. If you are in uh, SoCal in the local market or if you need a referral to a quality real estate professional uh, broker team for a consultation as to whether you should move, improve, or invest, then feel free to give myself a call, 323-488-3265. You can feel free. Text messages are welcome. Si hablo español también y si conoce a alguien que quiere uh, mover o comprar 
también me puedes llamar 323-488-3265. Again, uh, yes, our team does speak Spanish. And get your homeowner's guide to success. There's a great budget seat, sheet. And you can't say that I didn't tell you. The reason being is because probates are happening. Uh, foreclosures are happening. Just because no one's talking about it doesn't mean it's not happening. Foreclosures, probates happening and I know this because I see it I've got one that's got a trustee sale date coming up in the end of this month where we're looking to block meaning uh, not only stop but also make sure we uh, move forward with selling the property so uh, again we said we were going to do a class on trust we will because I implore you talk with your fam family members especially with those who uh, either have reverse mortgages, even if you have a forward mortgage or if your house is paid off, do remember that those property taxes still need to be paid. All right. Pay those property taxes. All right. That's my time. I will see you next week on another information packed episode of Ready, Set, Real Estate. Bye.